because I put it myself in those shoes. I'm like, damn, like, how's he going to write a cool book? But then all of a sudden at the end of this episode, like, damn, this book's going to be good. Hey, sports nerds, welcome to Nerdy Bug Review of Ted Lasso Season 3, Episode 2. My name's English Dave, and crosses the ball so I can score with my face is my co-host, Tim Sportsman. What's up, Tim? What's up, Dave? Dude, March is mad. Absolute <laughs> madness right now. I love it. I was actually watching NBA last night. The Warriors yeah. had a sick comeback win versus 76ers. And Embiid, I just want to check his MVP like status. I'm like, this dude's balling. Just muscle and dream on green all over the place. But I know we're here to talk about some football. Well, that's what I was going to say. I I was going to tell people, this is why those who are asking, Tim's last name is not Sportsman. Uh, I won't tell you his last name because it's a secret you can try and find out. Not that it's a name, it's just a cool (laughs) secret secret. you can find out. But his name is Tim Sportsman because Tim, out of nowhere, will start talking to you about any sport. doesn't matter. He's in. He's interested. He's down. Talk about sport. He is in. So feel free to send us messages uh, at the Nerdy Bunch. Any of your sports questions, challenge him. I think I mentioned this before. Find a sport that he doesn't know. We'll still have a conversation with you about it. All right, Tim, like you said, we are here to talk about Ted Lasso season uh, three, episode three, episode two, sorry. Um, full spoilers ahead. If you don't know by now, we should. Tim, you finally got a game. You're like, oh, I hope they play a game. <laughs> yeah, Last we week. did. We <laughs> technically did, but it was one of those like, zoop, uh, you know, super speed sped up uh, highlights where you only see both goals. Oh, but yeah, it was okay. It was pretty lame, honestly. If I if I just take <laughs> everything out of the episode except for the pitch, what was on the pitch, I'm like, it was all right. You know, I get it. How, how would you rec- uh, rate um, Chelsea's defending? The, the tactics. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, it, it was it was purposeful. It was like Jack Hughes, he's dribbling down, dribbling down, passes it to Jamie Todd. Jamie Todd crosses it over to Sam. Sam hits the crossbar. <laughs> did it cut out i'm sorry no you're good you're good oh man sam hits the crossbar and then it hits off of danny rojas's face <laughs> it's like oh i scored with my face i scored with my face he like, he, he almost he oh, right. first went from almost scoring with his face it's like i almost yeah, scored yeah. with my face and then he actually scores with his face <laughs> i did like jamie's tactics of like i know what they're doing they're not marking us they're pulling blah blah blah, blah. Yeah. And i was like chelsea that was terrible defending like yeah just keep dribbling. They're, they're uh, blocking the passing. Which, all right, that's actually real. So I appreciate that. That was, yeah. that was my, you know, fed, made up. But it was just, you know, I mean, come on. The whole, like, face, a little too corny. I get it. Ted Lasso, that type of show. But it was a little too corny. Um, one of the reasons, one of the big things that came out of this game was uh, the introduction of new character, uh, Zaba. Mm-hmm. Everyone loves Zaba or is scared of Zaba. <laughs> Everyone's fighting for Zaba. Rupert is fighting for Zaba. Rebecca wants Zaba because Rupert wants Zaba. Continue Rebecca's narrative uh, in terms of just wanting to just destroy or be better than Rupert in every way. What do you think of the Zaba st- uh, storyline and just the Zaba character and Zaba joining the team? What do you think about all of that? Well, I mean, I think it's, almost a perfect connection to Zlatan Ibrahimovic. Exactly. It's not even like subtle. It's like those South Park, uh, you know, snippets where, you know, they're clearly talking about a person, but they're like, oh, you never know. I'm like, no, no, no. Zaba's like, it's a pleasure for you to meet me type of guy. I'm like, yeah, yeah. But honestly, we'll fast forward to Rebecca in the bathroom 
talking to Zava. Yeah. Oh my God, that was perfect. I actually literally have the <laughs> entire quote. And he's just sitting there pissing the whole time. Yeah, I'm like, like damn, this guy is properly <laughs> hydrated. Right? I was like, how long are you peeing for? <laughs> Oh my goodness! Yeah, no, I, I, I'm gonna find it. I find it interesting in terms of what it will do to the dynamic of the team going forward. It doesn't look like Jamie was too happy about it, right? You see huh. Jamie's reaction, like, <laughs> but, but others, others are excited about it. Others are like, oh, Zaba, oh my God, Zaba! They, they, where they get excited when they were hearing about it at first. They just like all the, the, the miscommunication. Also, like, can I tell you? We've talked about this before, and I think it continues to be so, even though he hasn't had a real narrative focus yet. Higgins and just the little moments of Higgins are just the best. Yeah. <laughs> His whole story of like how he knows that Zava was going to go to Chelsea. You know, he knows someone who knows someone who knows someone's aunt, uncle. I forget the exact quotes. I have a reliable source. Exactly. <laughs> this person, this person. Oh, but this person wasn't even in there. And right, right. The, the person who took over their job for the day can read lips. And he right. said Chelsea a lot. He's <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> and then Rebecca's like, go back, check on it again. And he's like, well, yeah, it looks like West Ham got. It looks like Rupert won yet again, and yeah, you know, we talked about Rebecca and, and Rupert. You know, uh, that 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 meeting in the hallway, you know, you just understand oh, he's such an asshole. Like, it just gives me tingles just how he is and just how he pushes buttons and stuff like that. And it just bothers me, not necessarily a problem for the show. I like it's 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 a good character, uh, narrative, mm -hmm. but it bothers me that she just allows him to 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 pull her string so much even when she's trying to defeat him quote unquote she's doing so yeah. because of him not because yeah. of her own like she didn't care for zava until she heard that mm -hmm. he might want to go to 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 west ham and she's west like ah. yeah, so i'm just like come on rebecca you're better than him and that, which made me happy about that scene uh in the bathroom mm -hmm. because you see that moment of strength for her right exactly. it's, it's 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 not because she she's someone who's strong and she knows it but every time when it comes uh, to 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 um, topics about Rupert, she somehow thinks she's weak she, because he still has this grip on her. You know, she tells mm -hmm. that whole story about his 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 charm and how he he's persistent and he got her and things like that. And she still feels, I don't think she feels emotions for him in terms of she likes him or anything like that. She just feels like, how could I have fallen for this ridiculousness? Because now she can watch from the outside in. And uh, she, she kind of beats herself up when she shouldn't need to. So I like seeing this, her, her, her kind of almost her win in this situation. But I'm curious to see the narrative going forward. Is it a good win? Because again, you don't know what you picked with Zava. <laughs> you know, Zava's not exactly, I, I don't see him exactly being uh, team spirit. Even though I like that, that speech she gave Zava in terms of convincing him like, oh, you can go to any team, win easily. Why don't you come for a challenge? <laughs> you know, almost belittling yourself. <laughs> that's what i'm saying I'm like, dude, i literally wrote down the entire scene right there it was perfect she, she just went right into him and because she knows that personality so well mm -hmm. she's like i know exactly how to poke your ego and question you know do you still got it or are you still old and you overpaid and you know you don't even need like west ham doesn't even need you man they don't even need you but you, <laughs> you could go to a team like richmond and actually make a difference I did like that. I did playing to his ego definitely was was a, a great way to do it. And I just imagine, can you imagine at the press conference when the player is just about to sign and is like, I changed my mind. And <laughs> just decides to leave. For sure. He takes the pen, right? 
<laughs> yeah, no, it was perfect. So the Chelsea uh, owner was so surprised when Zava acts like, hey, can I keep the pen? He's like, sure. Like, he's just like, I don't even know like what to do right now. He okay. was like, well, who cares about this draw? Who cares about this? But I got huge news. Zava <laughs> is coming to Chelsea. And then he's like, well, can I talk for a second? <laughs> and then I love when um, the West Ham owner, Rupert, obviously, Rupert's sitting in his uh, limousine or his car. And he's like so excited, especially when uh, Zava's like, yeah, by the way, I'm not going to Chelsea. I'm signing with dot, dot, dot. He's like, oh, of course, got to be West Ham. <laughs> Even like Rebecca walks out. So it's a little corny scene, but there, it, but it works perfect. And then all of a sudden he's like, no, Zaba's going to Richmond. It's like, it's like oh, shit. Yeah. Um, speaking of Chelsea, I want to unpack that because you get a lot from Rory sure. this episode. You know, um, <laughs> one, we find out, we get at least confirmation that Rory is the one that initiated the breakup. To everyone's surprise. <gasps> I love everyone's shock. <laughs> like, I broke up with her. <gasps> Yeah. Why? Especially Coach Beard. <laughs> yeah. Oh, this Gasper is perfect. <laughs> but um um and we also find out like there's a lot of lot of uh, uh trauma from Roy's past. One mm-hmm. for his decision to leave Chelsea. You know, we find out get his reasons why he left and he's kind of almost and I like the double the 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 the, the kind of subtext to that because he talks about leaving Chelsea. I made the decision because I was scared maybe I shouldn't have, but is he also talking about Keeley? At the same time, you know, I made decision to leave Keeley, and I wish mm-hmm. I didn't have. And then you unpack why he's mad at 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 Trent, and why he tells everyone, "Don't tell him nothing," because Trent wants to write a book, even though <laughs> everyone's telling uh, 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 Ted, "Don't say no, say no, say no." Ted's <laughs> like, you know what? Yes, <laughs> I love that scene. But um, uh, uh, what do you think of that scene of, of Roy after Ted tells Roy, "Hey, you need to you know, sort this out." tell the team to, to start talking to him. And uh, uh, Roy tells Trent his story about why he's so mad at him. Yeah, and you, you can unpack that when, when you let me know. What did you think of just that whole moment of seeing a vulnerable, another vulnerable side to Roy, right? I think the shower scene was perfect. You know, like Trent walks in, whole team gets quiet. Jamie has this cool idea about, you know, what they're going to do in the second half. And then the whole team goes silent. And then Ted talks to Roy. He's like, yo, Roy, by the way, like, you, you got to fix this. And then Krim comes in to the you know roy it's like hey Krim, let's let's talk and he pulls a little newspaper clipping right out of his wallet shoves the wallet right in his chest and just reads the line he's like newcomer roy kent is an overhyped so-called prodigy whose unbridled rage and mediocre talent rendered his premierly debut a profound disappointment like that's rough and roy's like i was only 17 man that killed me and I put myself in that position. If I was 17, that would absolutely destroy me. Probably would kind of destroy me now. I think what I love about sports shows in general is kind of getting that behind the scenes look, whether it's Krim writing a book about this team or those like behind the scenes narratives like Jamie and Roy and Keeley, and then has like Rebecca talk to Ted and like that whole like narrative behind the scenes. And like, obviously we already mentioned there was really only two clippets of the match itself. It's really all about behind the scenes stuff. What's the motivations? You know, why does somebody actually want to sign somebody? You know, why was Kyrie actually brought in to join with Luka Doncic? I want to see the behind the scenes stuff of that, which is why I love these books. Cause you get those snippets 
And then it was so tough to see Trent not be, being able to get anything because I put it, myself in those shoes. I'm like, damn, like, how's he going to write a cool book? But then all of a sudden at the end of this episode, like, damn, this book's going to be good. Right, right. <laughs> yeah. Like he, he's, got, he's got the Roy connection. He's got Ted's lines. I mean, the writing itself is perfect. Rebecca's intentions of signing Zava. And then Zava coming to the team. It's like, damn, this is going to be a really, really good book. Right, right. So I'm excited for the book, but from Roy Kent's perspective, he knew he was washed at the end, and it was so sad. He's like, I don't want to go out like one of these guys, but then he switches on himself. He's like, you know what? It's not my personality, but I wish I like took it in and could enjoy the time while I was there. Mm-hmm. And then Ted's like, Yeah, it may not be you yet, but like you can you can become this. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was very very powerful. And you you speak about uh, reasons for why people do things and why things happen. What I liked also in that scene is Trent, there wasn't a a pushback from Trent, right? Trent, you really understand, this is the one scene Mm -hmm. where you understand that Trent's motives here are genuine. He's not, doesn't have any ulterior motives. He's not here to slander the team. He's genuinely, no matter what his past, he's genuinely trying to do something good here. And he even admits you know, he, he he apologized and he admits why he did it. It was nothing personal. He was also young. He was trying to be provocative, trying to do new things, you know. And you almost get this moment of both of these guys have aged in this in this world together. And look at that. He's like, look at us now. You know, yeah. and, and I love seeing that, you know, because it's not like Trent's one of those reporters that's like, yeah, I said what I said back then and I stand by it. You know, he, he, he regrets what he did. He, he feels bad for what he did. And you almost get that connection and it, you solidify this connection between Trent and the team now, which other stories would have dragged out for like five episodes, <laughs> you know, to really uh, yeah. uh, 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 punish Trent to, to, to join the team. But uh, in terms of in, in this capacity. So I really liked uh, seeing that. And I, like you said, uh, just, seeing the perspective of why people are like a certain way you know Roy, like I said, he was 17 it's a different perspective and i like what roy's perspective uh influences the story in terms of last season when he was a pundit uh talking about it he would criticize the other pundits saying guys you know like he's, you're in here talking all this shit when these players are the ones who are feeling it out there he's the one that get, reminds us in that perspective that these players are human they may be sports stars to us but they're human they have emotions they have feelings they have anxieties that's your first game you ever played and then this reporter's talking this shit about you you probably went into this game super excited like yeah i could do great and that's the first thing that said of course that's going to stick with you and i and i loved seeing that i thought that was really great um one of the beeline storylines this episode uh, was Keely and her job. Still curious where that direction is going as the overall, um, but we get a, a narrative that involves um, what the, the HR person Barbara, Barbara, <laughs> with with very many snow globes, and mm-hmm. um, through the narrative with her friend Shandy, she almost like oh. uh, breaks a barrier that Barbara had up. You know, there's this kind of wall between them, and in reminding a uh, 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 Barbara that you know it's all if you sometimes people just need a chance you know they may not have the best qualifications they may not have the best know-how and that's almost been a theme from the start ted himself right he wasn't the best qualified he wasn't the best thing and even keely herself you know she got places because people believed in her despite her qualifications her background so what do you think of that whole narrative with uh keely barbara and uh, newly introduced to shandy yeah the best line when you know keely speaks to barbara she's like well maybe we could both believe in somebody together and Barbara's definitely that type of person that hired by a company, go in, make sure the finances are right. Don't get yourself emotionally tied in. Here's a bunch of other people who don't get emotionally tied in. 
And Keely's like, how can I, you know, build more team morale? You know, Ted's idea of going to an escape room. And then Keely's like, well, we can do an ayahuasca trip together. I'm like, no, you're not doing an ayahuasca trip with these people. Get out of here. But the snow globes really was the breaker. Um, you know, she's like, well, clearly this company trusts you enough to like ship you off to all these different cities. And there's something where you create more value out of it, like a sentimental value. Like mm -hmm. here's this lady, Barbara, who's so financially tight. And then she splurges on something. Mm -hmm. So Keely's like, that's my end right here. Mm -hmm. That's where I could relate to you. You know, Keely's got her Versace shoes and all of her, you know, I'm sure a, a dope closet of clothes and shoes and everything. But Barbara's the exact opposite, and the rest of these people are the exact opposite. So Keely's keep on trying, like, hey, 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 let's have some fun in the office. And then Barbara's <laughs> like, no, this is not going to happen. And I thought it was funny in the beginning, too, when she's, like, bringing up the whole picnic. Mm -hmm. And she's like, Barbara says no before she even knows the date. You know, yeah, Keely's yeah. <laughs> up on that. But it's just like, yeah, I'm not, I'm not going to have fun with you. Sorry. Well, well Ke Keely's such a people person. Right. Yeah. She, that, that's her strength. She's very uh, good with people. And and for her, this is almost the worst thing to happen to her, being in this office where nobody does anything. She's trying to connect with everyone. Everyone's just like, blah. <laughs> Everyone's just yeah. so focused on their work. And she's like, when she's like, the only thing I wouldn't do. And the guy's like, what, what, would, what you should do? would you do? <laughs> <laughs> and even the dynamic with, with Shandy, right? Yeah, Shandy's the crazy friend that, that that but that's kind of had enough experience to kind of know certain things on like on the set, right? Shandy knew how to help out to make it seem yeah. more crowded, things like that. But that she may Shandy? not which is gonna be interesting going forward because she still sends Keely that text message that's like, yeah, we can put it on the on the business card. Like, ooh. That's going to be, can be a bad influence, and I'm curious to see that clash. Even though Barbara accepted it and gave her a, a title, there's still going to be growing pains, so to speak. I feel, yeah. Keely instantly knows she's like, "All right, I'm regretting this yes. right now." Once she gets back, but at first, yeah, she thought, "Here's this go-getter. Nobody ever really gave me a chance. I had to build it on my own." And that's what you know, Shandy's there for. Shandy fine. I used to be a model, never went to any university, have zero experience, but here I am because I have some cool ideas and a nice personality. I loved uh, Shandy's line when she was like, oh, where's this girl? Oh, she's married to a footballer. Oh, this girl, married to a footballer. What was your story? I was married to a footballer and I'm divorced from a footballer and here I am. And you made it on your own. Great. <laughs> I did love that. Um, well, yeah, I think that's pretty much the main beats of this episode. I want to mention some of the, the fun moments I had. And if you have any moments that we haven't speak, spoken about, you can throw those in too. I did like, once again, once again, I like this show for teasing us, but never doing it, where you always think, wait, are they going to do the love triangle again? Because you're thinking Jamie's going to be like, yes, opportunity, go back to Keeley. But no, what I loved is Jamie realized that and thought, let me go and see Roy's okay. That awkward hug moment. It's like you came in too fast. <laughs> you know, yeah. just trying to see if you're okay. Oh, you want to go back to Keely? Ask my permission. Again, the audience is thinking that, right? So they kind of get that out right right of the way. And he's like, No, I want to see if you're okay. I know what it feels like to be dumped by her. You know, yeah. I want to make you're okay. You know, and, yeah. I, and I love that seeing that with Jamie. He's like, No, I dumped her. He's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, I can I can tell they're broken up. How do you how can you tell? Body language. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I did. 
Isaac's lines were funny too. So good. He, he uh, wants a new deal from Keely, but she's like, what brands? Like, no, oh, no brands. Just one shoot. Right. <laughs> like, that's not how this works. When, when, when Shandy's like, I saw you in the magazine with, with clothes on. I'm so proud yeah. of you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, when, when the, Jamie's talking to Roy again, and Roy's like, don't tell anyone. And then the camera pans over to William. He's like, William, don't say a word. <laughs> I love that yeah. moment. Just He's like, like, we could be single bubby. <laughs> single buds. <laughs> Drinking like fish bowls, I think he said. Yeah. When Ted tells tells William, you know, go to my house, my apartment, and grab the, my mixtape CD. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What's a CD? <laughs> yeah. And then he tosses his keys to Coach Beard. Coach Beard's like, I already got keys. <laughs> Don't worry. <laughs> it's like, oh yeah, of course. Of course you got uh, keys to my apartment. And um, what's an interesting moment. And I think we're gonna have more of the narrative going forward, Tim. Beard is still with Jane, who still yeah. finds the relationship with Ted threatening. Oh, no, we know we listeners of our podcast know how Tim and I feel about that relationship. <laughs> we think it's toxic, definitely yeah, toxic. <laughs> well, I've seen personally in my life, I mean, you've been pretty steady from the get. We've been friends a long time, but you and G have been solid. But a lot of my other friends, you know, like the girl in your life really dictates like kind of how you are. And we know Keeley's good for Roy, and they're going to get back together. We we know it's going to happen, especially with the whole Chelsea epiphany moment and him, you know, Roy can't like breaking through with Trent Grimm. Like he's going to get back with Keeley. It's almost certain. But then, like we see Jane, no, 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 Jane's not someone that we want around. We don't want our friend being with a girl like Jane. No. We want Coach Beard to be fun and and find somebody like who really appreciates him and has all a little quirky humor. And like Jane, I mean, she doesn't even respect the relationship with Ted. You know, that's a huge thing. It's like, if that's what you're jealous of, it's like, no, that type of girl only wants you for her. She wants everything. And that's not, that's not, that's not healthy. No. You you, you need to let your guy like have his fun, especially at work. Like, come on, like, let him do what he's got to do. Right. Especially like you, you succeeded, you had a good game. You just could sign a new player, like. They sure. have to go, and it's like, oh, yeah. Now I'm curious to see where that's going. Uh, what else did I want to quickly mention? Da, 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 da. There's one thing I want to do. Oh, we finally we didn't get we had, <clears throat> we don't have a storyline with them, but we finally got to see uh, uh, the the fans at the pub again this this episode. Sure. Yeah, Jamie's <laughs> like the fans aren't gonna like this Zaba signing, and then all of a sudden, fans like, <laughs> 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 Jamie's definitely gonna be so jealous with it because he's no longer that like you know the number Superstar. one. Right, but he's yeah. such a team player now, you mm-hmm. know, that it's going to work. It's going to work. But, but, but just I think more stuff for trying to write about in his book. I think that's what Jamie is worried about, right? Because Jamie sure. was an ego chaser, you know, I'm the star kind of person. He's changed from that. He can still recognize yeah. that, right? He sure. can still recognize that in others. And he's like, oh, God, we're going to have someone who was like me come to the team again. You know, we just mm-hmm. had this. We've just been able to come together and create a team. And now we're going to have this person. Oh. And he's kind of unsure about where that is. And I kind of, I kind of agree with Jamie, right? at least right now. <laughs> right now he's, Just like he's, you said, it may not be a win for Richmond, but we yeah. know it's a win for Trink Friend. We, yeah. <laughs> we know it's a win for that book. The book's going to be fire regardless. Right. Um, anything else you want to mention that we haven't talked about? Yeah, I just thought like in the beginning when they were talking about Zava in the office and he's leaving Juventus, um, you know, his reason for coming to England was that his wife, Finch watched The Office, and then Ted's like, "Wait, what? Like Pennsylvania? 
It's like, oh yeah, yeah, you guys had a prequel. <laughs> I love that. Prequel office. Yeah. And then when Trent, uh, sorry, when Ted's like reading the table of contents of the uh, football strategy book, <laughs> and Coach Beard's like so proud. <laughs> he's finally starting three years in, like on page one. He's like, yeah, I can't even get past the table of contents. But then casually in conversation, he like says football naturally. He's like, oh my God, success. Oh, oh my God. So I, 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 love thinking, I love that. Oh, I, I, I yeah. also loved what I, get, I wrote it down here. Da, 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 da. Um, Oh, when he's trying to explain to Roy what a Hallmark movie is. <laughs> mm. It's good. Yeah, it's because not. he said the, the thing was so unoffensive in the first half. It's like, <laughs> how many shots did you have? One. And that wasn't even on purpose, right? Right, Danny Roja? Yeah, that was off of my face. face. <laughs> That's why it was so corny when that was the goal. But look, I mean, hey, it's 1-1. One, one. We know that uh, West Ham beat Leicester, so they, they got their three points. We're one match through into the Premier League season. We're getting Zaba. It's going to be chaos, but hopefully uh, Richmond can keep this momentum up. Yeah, hopefully, and, and they can stay stay out of, out of the bottom four and no hopefully with the, the aims of beating West Ham. What did you nerds, sports nerds, uh, think of this episode? Find us on social media at The Nerdy Bunch. Check out some of our other podcasts. Uh, we finished a couple of weeks ago, The Last of Us, full podcast. So once you've watched that show, check that out. Thank you, Tim. Thank you, Dave. My name's English Dave, and this has been a Nerdy Bunch episode of Ted Lasso Season 3, Episode 2. Episode 2, I guess. That's right. As always, Tim. Keep it nerdy.